I'm Alex Kappelman. This is The Decision, the podcast where people try to convince me to finally abandon the Knicks and become a fan of their favorite team. This is episode 18, the Minnesota Timberwolves. And with me today is Todd Melby. Uh, He is a freelance journalist and host of The Drunk Projectionist, a podcast featuring interviews with directors about their craft. Uh, Let's get to it with the T-Wolves. About five years ago, I was in North Dakota covering the oil boom for a public radio project called Black Old Boom. Right, which is really good. And because I, really like I was that in sh- that project. Oh, thanks, thanks, thanks. And because I was in Williston, North Dakota, and even before that, for a couple of weeks in a man camp up by the Canadian border, I had a lot of time by myself at night. And my my, my big go to sport back then was baseball, but it was winter. It was night. I started watching the NBA, specifically the Wolves, and I just started watching more and more NBA. And the Wolves weren't great then. They're not great yet. Uh, but they're going to be great soon because so you should definitely, you know, come on board now. Yeah. Well, that's, I mean, okay. So that really is for me, one of the big factors, right? Because, um, you know, they, they don't have really a, a, a real legacy to speak of, right? I mean, they had, you know, Kevin Garnett and, you know, my guy Latrell Sprewell for a little bit in that, you know, that was the farthest they've gone, right? They went to a conference right. finals, but they've never been to the finals. And of course, no championships, Correct. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this this isn't really thought of as a basketball town, but people say it can be a basketball town, or it is when they're good. The pitch for the Wolves is, is that they have great young talent in Carl Anthony Towns and Andrew Wiggins, both super young, uh, future all-stars. And this year, they just got Jimmy Butler from the Chicago Bulls. And the coach is Tom Thibodeau, or Tibbs, and Tibbs obviously loves Jimmy Butler, um, because he played for him in, in Chicago. And so they sure they're going to be much, much, much better. Yeah. I mean, so that's, I mean, for me, that is, it seems like it's the biggest draw, right? Cause you have, you know, like the three, the three guys, right? Like Butler, Wiggins and Carl Anthony Towns, who I've seen play maybe once or twice. And I just look at him and I'm like, this guy is a monster and he's really good. Um, but yeah, so part of my thing is like, I want to be able to sit down right now and like watch a game and be like, and, you know, and have fun. Definitely going to be a fun team to watch. Uh, I think the big question is, well, playing defense that Jimmy Butler is so good at, will that rub off on Towns and especially Wiggins? Uh, <laughs> I mean, Wiggins has not been playing D. Tibbs knows what he's doing. I mean, in addition to, you know, getting Jimmy Butler, we also have, um, Jeff Teague as point guard. We gave up on Ricky Rubio because he can't shoot the three. Uh, so he's now with the Jazz. And so we've got Teague as the point guard. Uh, we've got Taj Gibson. By the way, here's my pitch to you for why you should like the Wolves. This is your New York connection on the Wolves. Do you know Taj, Taj Gibson is, is oh, from Oh, yeah, Brooklyn? Taj. I know Taj. Good good guy. One of my yeah. best friends. Do you know, Taj from do, New York. Do you, know what, <laughs> do you know what neighborhood he's from in, in Brooklyn? No, I don't. No. He's from Fort Greene. Do oh, you know really? why? Yeah, he's from Fort Greene. Do you know... Why he's number 67 this year. Why? Because he went back to his, his people in, at Fort Greene and said, what number should I choose? Because Wiggins has my number. So what number should I choose? And everybody says 67, 67. It turns out that 67 is the name of the public school um, right in Fort Greene. It's PS 67. Oh, interesting. Okay. So Fort Greene uh-huh. is, is pretty close to where I live also. I live in Crown Heights. Okay. Cool. You got to go take a selfie. If you choose the wolves, you'll have to go take a selfie in front of PS 67. I'll tweet it. I'll tweet it. You and Taj Gibson. If I do choose the wolves. Um, <laughs> Excellent. All right. And I, I, I do say like, I do say, <laughs> I, I do declare, uh, 
I will say that I do kind of like the colors of the wolves. I'm, I'm, I don't know. Like, so that's, I mean, like kind of <laughs> to kind of transition to the off the court stuff, like the jerseys yeah. are kind of cool. Like it's a wolf. It's kind of, kind of, kind of uh, fierce, right? Yeah. We've got a brand new logo this year, brand new uniforms and a totally refurbished arena. Not that the arena means anything to you since you're probably not going to come here for a game. <laughs> right. But if you do choose the wolves, I can take you to a game. You should fly here and like, we'll go. I'll take you up on that offer. Uh, I will fly. Absolutely. I'll fly here and go to a game with you if I do choose the wolves for sure. Yeah. Um, okay, so like other stuff that I should know, like from off the court stuff. I know, like for me, uh, politics is a big thing. I don't want to because because I don't want to necessarily go to someone who's gonna like you know who's who's like the major donor to like a super right wing group or something right. like that or whatever. Right? Whoa. Or gonna stop his Whoa. players from kneeling or anything like that. Uh, I don't know what Glenn Taylor's politics are. He's the owner of the team. I do know that a 5% owner, owner of the team is a, a Chinese guy, uh, mm. which is why the Wolves are, I think that's one of the reasons the NBA picked the Wolves to play Golden State twice in China just this week. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So they're playing in a sesh, um, in um, Shanghai and Shenzhen. Um, well, you know, I, I, I was in I was in China in December and I bought some NBA gear with, you know, Chinese writing on it. Uh, and of course, all the stuff was like Rocket stuff and L.A. Clippers stuff. Hmm. Uh, of course, Rockets because of because of Yao Ming. Um, why the Clippers? So, yeah, the clip. I don't know why. OK. Um, what other like off the court stuff is there? Like, can you tell me about the mascot? Oh, yeah. The mascot is a guy that's like a wolf, like, you know. He's actually, he's an, you know, it's a guy in a wolf costume and he's like all the other mascots. They, you know, jump around and do stuff. Yeah. And the, yeah, I think the halftime entertainment is pretty typical, kind of lame. It's nothing, nothing exciting. Hmm. Uh, okay. So we're going to take a quick break. Um, and then Todd is going to give me his final pitch uh, for why I should choose the wolves. What's up, everyone? I'm Hong Lu and I'm coming to you from Washington, D.C. Today's episode is sponsored by Alex's Twitter feed, at Alex Kaplan. There's no better way to get Alex's thoughts on sports, pop culture, politics, and more. Or you could partake in my favorite kind of interaction with Alex, which is just to talk some shit at him. Let's get back to the show. Okay, so here is where I'm at with the Wolves right now. Um, intrigued by the players... And I will say, but I will say, uh, feeling a little wanting with, uh, with the off the court stuff, like, like what, like, I don't quite know if what's the, like, what's the fan, what are the fans like? Is it like kind of kooky? Is there like a good Twitter account I can follow? Are the players kind of crazy? Like, I don't know. Is there anyone who's super lovable? Like what's like, I think that where I, where I'm lacking right now is like off the court stuff. So like, do you have a final pitch for me to like, give me like a good off the court thing? I think for good off the court, I'm going to need a few more weeks myself to get to know this team better because there's so many new guys. But you know, I, but if you look at pure talent and pure basketball potential, the Minnesota Timberwolves have got to be your number one pick. There's a reason the NBA keeps putting them on on a lot of a lot of telecasts, despite the fact they only won 31 games last year. They're going to be playing on Christmas Day this year, hmm. which is huge. And, you know, Carl Anthony Towns could be the next Dirk or you know, the next, dare I say, KD, because if he can, if he can, you know, shoot the three, that's going to be huge. He can, he, he won um, one of those skill contests uh, during, during the all-star game as, as far as his ability to, you know, bring the ball up the court quickly. 
So I think Towns is still super, super young. I mean, he would just be coming out of college or maybe even just be his senior year in college. He's that good. And then if you surround him with Wiggins, which we have, and Jimmy Butler for defense and, and this, you know, and Tom Thibodeau's focus on D, that's a lot of talent. All right. So this is something to think about for sure. Um, Todd Melby is a freelance journalist and the host of The Drunk Projectionist, a podcast featuring interviews with directors about their craft. Todd, thank you for uh, coming on. Alex, hope to see you in Minneapolis. I will see you in Minneapolis because you're going to pick the wolves and I'm going to buy you a beer. The Decision is produced by me. Original music from Louis Stein, Alessio Romano, my little bro bro, Scotty K, Scott Kappelman. I'll be releasing five new episodes of the show every weekday until Tuesday, October 17th, when I release the final episode with my decision. Until then, I'm at Alex Kappelman on Twitter.